It's day five of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This is day five of Advent, the promise. And we're reminded in Jeremiah 23, verses 5 through 6. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord Yahweh, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord Yahweh is our righteousness. And then the prophet Isaiah says in in chapter 52, verse 13 through chapter 53, verse 12, Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. So shall he sprinkle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which has not been told them, they see. And that which they have not heard, they understand. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he, Jesus, grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with much grief, and as one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. Oh, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own ways. And the Lord Yahweh has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to slaughter and like a sheep that before its shears is silent. So he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people? And they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord Lord Yahweh shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. And then Isaiah says again in verse 59, or chapter 59, verse 20, and a redeemer will come from Zion to those in Jacob who turn from transgression, declares the Lord Yahweh.
God used the specific mode of his prophets to tell of the promise to come. Isaiah was written approximately 700 years before the prophecy would be fulfilled that silent night in Bethlehem. During his call, God tells Isaiah about the deafness and the blindness of the people's hearts, Isaiah 6.10. But this was Isaiah's job. He was to warn the people about the full goodness of God that was to come. Isaiah even shared with the people where to look. Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 through 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of the peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord Yahweh of hosts will do this. You see, the people were under captivity and oppression by the Assyrians. They needed what they thought was a a governmental regimen change. They, They thought that if their circumstances could change, that their hearts would also change. Their hearts would be inclined towards God. God wrote such a long story to set the stage of his promise. So much of the backdrop of the story was written in the tune of prolonged, unjust treatment. Israel begged God to change their circumstances, to change their zip codes. They believed this would be the true healing to them, to their families, and to their land. They just needed a regimen change. They needed a a, a change of their circumstances. They needed a change of their leaders. But at each turn, the loving father was reminding his children what they really needed. They really needed him. Oh, and the cry of the orphan is no different. Children who are languishing in orphanages or without families around our country and our world believe if their circumstances could change, that they would experience true healing. But we know with certainty that the only hope for the child from a hard place is the hope of the gospel. And God is using the entire runway of the Old Testament to point to true redemption, to true hope, and to true healing. I remember on a trip to Uganda meeting a little boy named Mutebi in Busega, Uganda. I was with Pastor Raphael, who leads our program through Unadopted in Uganda, and he introduced me to Mutebi. I remember the first time we saw Mutebi, we went into his home, and, and Mutebi is the son of the witch doctor, and she is, she is one of the most popular people in the community because they go to her for seances and for healings and for potions. And Mutebi was crawling around like a dog because he was deaf. She thought she was cursed. She thought he was a blight to her. And so she treated Mutebi worse than she would treat a dog. And I remember we, we had a family that came and they saw Mutebi on a trip and they said, we'll adopt Mutebi. We'll make Mutebi one of our own. They had other uh, deaf children and they said, we'll adopt Mutebi. We'll make him one of our children. He can be a son to us. But I remember Pastor Raphael coming back and he says, I believe in my heart that God will use Mutebi in this community to make disciples for his great name. And beloved, do you know what happened? Mutebi started going to the Sega School for the Deaf and the Blind. He started to learn how to speak through sign language. He started to grow in his knowledge as for the first time he was educated. But most importantly, he started to hear through sign language. He started to hear through the Holy Spirit the sweet call of Jesus on his life. And Mutebi surrendered his life to Jesus Christ. And you know what? Mutebi was elected by his peers at the Busega School for the Deaf and the Blind to be the chaplain of their school. 
And men, women, boys, and girls are coming to faith in Jesus Christ because of the testimony of Mutebi's life. You see, at Lifeline, we aren't looking to change zip codes or to give children a nice warm home in a cul-de-sac with a picket fence for Christmas. No, we are looking to introduce orphans and vulnerable children to a Savior who will radically change their lives and give them inexpressible joy, even amidst their deep, sorrowful circumstances. Oh, and as we wait for the coming of the King, may we know we don't need a transformation of our physical condition, but we need a transformation of our heart, a transformation of our soul, and a transformation of our mind. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org backslash advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus our Savior. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you this Christmas to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast Advent Edition.